All of us have decisions to make. Life is full of crossroads, and we need divine direction. Which way do I go? Join us as we study God's Word today with Scott Pauley. Men are notorious for not wanting to stop and ask directions. And all of the ladies who are listening today just said, at least quietly, amen to that. I can speak about this because I'm one of those men. I like to, to think I know where I'm going and that I've already got my direction. But the truth of the matter is we don't always know where we're going and sometimes we have to ask. Sometimes we need some help. That's not just true on the short trips of life. It's true on the journey all the way through this world. As a matter of fact, so many people live thinking that they know exactly what they're supposed to do next, exactly what the next step it is uh, that they're to take, when in fact, oftentimes, we do not know. And it's a humbling thing, honestly, to come to the place where you have to acknowledge, I don't know what's next. I need help. I need direction. We all need direction on the journey of life. With that in mind, I bring you to a story in Acts chapter 9 that is famous. It's the story of Saul's encounter with the risen Christ on the road to Damascus. People often refer to it as the story of Paul's conversion, the day that he came to know Christ as his Savior, and indeed it is. And yet interestingly enough, it is also a pattern that would be something all of us could follow about finding the next step, finding direction on this journey of life. You see, when Saul met Jesus, he didn't just get saved, he found direction. He didn't just come to know Christ as his Savior, he surrendered his whole life to the Lord Jesus. That's God's intent for all of us. And Now, over the next few studies, I want to walk you through this amazing story and give you several principles, but let's begin with one verse. In fact, not, not even just a verse, one question that is at the heart, not only of this story, but of the whole emphasis I want to place with you. It's found in Acts chapter 9 and verse number 6, where the Bible says that when Paul encounters the Lord here, it says, And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? What a question. Eight words, that's it. Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? I wish I could read that like Saul must have said it, with the intensity, with the passion, with the heart. Because this is not a mind question, this is a heart question. This is not just the question of a mind that's trying to figure out what's going on. This is the question of a heart that is waving the white flag to God. This is not a question for information. This is a question for decision. Uh, so many times we come to the Lord and we say to the Lord, Lord, tell me what to do. Really what we mean by that is, Lord, fill me in on the details and then I'll decide whether I want to do it or not. But that's not the way the Lord works at all. No, you come to the Lord and wave the white flag to Him and say, I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do. And it's at that moment God begins to speak and God begins to show you. Now, this question is more than a question. It's a way of life. It is a life of surrender. It's a question that we must pray to God not just once, but every day, perhaps many times through the day, at every decision at every moment where we need direction, at every crossroads and intersection of relationship, at every moment when we're about to take another step, we must look to heaven 
and say, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Notice the tone even of the question is given in the verse. The Bible says that he's trembling and astonished. This is a a humbling thing. It's that moment when you come to the end of yourself. You see, as long as you think you have all the answers, you never get the answer. As long as you think you know what to do, you never find out what God wants you to do. You see, the direction we need is not direction from men. It's direction from God alone. It is divine directions. Wouldn't you like to hear the Lord speak? Then you have to come to Him trembling and astonished. You have to come to Him with a humble heart, wide open, that says, Lord, I don't know, but I want to know what you have for me to do. This is the mark of great people all through Scripture. For example, do you remember early in the Old Testament that great old prophet Samuel? What a prophet, anointed of God, used of the Lord to lead the nation of Israel. The Bible says that God made it so that none of his words fell to the ground. That's an amazing thing. Uh, But where did all that begin? all All that began with one prayer. Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. In so many words, he was saying, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Or how about Isaiah? Isaiah was greatly used of God. He stands, it seems, head and shoulders above so many of the other prophets of the Old Testament. Where did it begin? It began in Isaiah 6 when he saw the Lord high and lifted up. And like Paul, he was trembling and he was astonished. He was humbled in the presence of a holy God. And what does he say? Here am I. Send me. There's a willingness, there's an openness to God to let the Lord speak. I'm telling you, this is the secret. Do you need direction today? Do you have some decision facing you? We all have them. Then you must begin here. You must begin with an eight-word prayer, an eight-word question. Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Notice that in this little question, there are only two people. There's the Lord and there's me. Now we begin with the Lord. That's the first word out of Saul's mouth, Lord. He acknowledged that God was the master and that he was the servant. He acknowledged that God was God and he was not. That's where it always begins, with an acknowledgement of the Lord. But then he goes beyond that and he says, Lord, what will thou have me to do? It gets very personal, you see. The will of God is a personal thing. God has a plan for you, my friend. He has a path for this day. He has a way He wants you to walk. Have you been open enough to God today to say, Lord, show me your way for my life today? You'll remember that in Saul's encounter in Acts 9, there were lots of other people traveling with him. They heard a voice but didn't see what Saul witnessed there in the risen Christ. They didn't have the same encounter. And Saul doesn't even reference them. He doesn't say, what do you want us to do? He says, Lord, what will thou have me to do? You see, all of life must be brought down to two people, the Lord and me. Several years ago when I was working in college work and traveling a great deal, uh, dealing with high school seniors and young people on the verge of making big decisions, I would frequently ask them this question, what do you want to do with your life? And uh, truthfully, most high school seniors get sick and tired of hearing that question. And maybe you're not a high school senior today, but maybe you're sick and tired of the question. Everybody's asking you what step you're going to take, what decision you're going to make. One day I was asking a young person that question, what do you want to do with your life? And the Holy Spirit convicted me that I was asking the wrong question. Could it be we're not getting the answers because we're asking the wrong question? The question is not what do you want to do with your life? And the question is not what does someone else want you to do with your life? 
The question is, what does God want you to do with your life? And if you can answer that question and act on that question, then you've found real divine direction. You see, life is about finding God's will and doing it. Lord, what will thou have me to do? Not to know, but to do. Jesus said it this way to his disciples, If any man will do my will, he shall know of the doctrine. That's the opposite of the way we think. We want to know what it is first and then we'll consider doing it. Jesus said, do what you know and you'll know what to do. Let's begin today to do the very thing God has given us to do. The, the step of His will that He's already given you to do, take that step today. And as you do, continue to ask, Lord, what will Thou have me to do? And one step at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time, God will give you direction for your journey. May God bless you for listening to today's Bible study. Please visit scottpauley.org for additional resources or to invest in this broadcast. It would be an encouragement to hear from you. Our prayer is that you will find and fulfill God's will for your life. It is the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you.